Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen. And welcome to NBC IGN's Nintendo Podcast. This week, we will be talking about Apex Legends, Mario Day, and a whole lot more. I am your host, Casey DeFritis, and this week, I am joined by Seth Macy. Hello, Super Ninfrendos. Tom Marks. Hello. And for the first time, Stella Chung, hello. She is our video producer over at IGN, and she has not been on a podcast yet, so give her a very warm welcome, round of applause in your own home. We can't <laughs> hear you, but I'll just pretend... 
It's happening right now. She's actually the lead on all of our Apex Legends coverage at IGN as well. So I'm super stoked to have her on to talk about Apex Legends today. So is there anything else you want to let our audience know about you? Uh... Not really. I'm just very excited to be here. So thanks for having me here. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you so much for being here. And of course, Stella also has a Switch and plays Nintendo games, obviously, or else she would not be here on Nintendo Voice Chat. But let's get started with the top of the show topic, which is Apex Legends is now on the Switch. This is something I did not expect to happen. And I was very <laughs> surprised when they announced it because Apex looks great on the PS4 and the Xbox and I, it looks, it looks fantastic. Honestly, the graphics are amazing. So Stella, how is it running on the Nintendo Switch? Uh, well, okay. It runs really well. Performance is actually not a problem on the Switch. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it, it runs really well. It's at a solid 30 FPS. It's great. Like handheld mode. It's, you know, everything's compacted on a little screen. So it's great. But, uh, <clears throat> So looks wise, <laughs> I think we all didn't expect it to look top notch because Apex, you know, on even on PC still, you know, you need to tweak with the graphics and stuff. But on the Switch, it's a little bit like it feels like it's a bit fuzzy. It's a bit muddled, um, which makes looking for enemies middle to far distance out kind of tough because everyone just kind of blends in. Um, which is a little disappointing because I felt maybe they could do like some sort of outline or a little sharpening on enemies, but I, there's none of that. Um, yeah, it, it runs fine, but it just looks really bad and it, it okay. almost feels like it's at a disadvantage. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it is, it's not cross-platform progression, but it is cross-platform play. Yes. Uh, I did not choose to do cross-platform the first time I played because I, as soon as I saw the graphics, I was like, I'm not going to put myself with all these other people who can see me better than I can see them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the crossplay is fun, especially for people who don't. I, I have a couple of people I know who don't have a PC. The only console they have is a Switch and they've been wanting to play Apex. So it's fun for them to test it out, right, mm -hmm. and play it. Um, also, a lot of people have been saying, oh, I can't wait to lay in bed and play Apex. So yeah. that's that's also fun. Just the only thing is, I think that playing on a pro controller is way better, um, though you're going to have to automatically turn off the you're going to have to manually turn off the motion control because it sets it by default. And that, that is, is a not a good tip. Yeah, you don't you don't want that in Apex. Don't do that. Developers, don't do that. Have it automatically on. Yeah. And when I, I first loaded in, I was like, wait, why? Oh, no. <laughs> I can understand that for like a brand new game, but a game porting from other platforms that don't have motion controls to have motion controls on by default feels like mean. Like that just feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that as someone who at least with the with like stuff like I'm a big proponent of the motion control aiming and stuff like Breath of the Wild. I think that just like that like little Splatoon bit of tune does it pretty well too. Yeah, yeah. That little bit of fine tuning is really nice, but like I feel like there's a difference between Splatoon and, and a bow and arrow in Breath of the Wild and something like Apex Legends. Like that is that is a jump. <laughs> and also, Stella, I know that there people who are playing on the Switch for the first time get a bunch of bonus bonuses. What are what are these bonuses? <laughs> um, so you get 30 free battle pass levels, a free uh Pathfinder skin, and also you get, I think it's like double XP for two weeks after you log okay. in. Ooh. So it's pretty cool because because it is about halfway into season eight now. So, you know, it's giving Switch players a chance to kind of catch up, which is really nice. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's nice. I think it's, I think it's a really good way to get like another community involved in Apex. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely wouldn't play Switch, the Switch version of Apex competitively or unranked. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if the Switch is your only option, would you say Apex Legends is still worth playing on the Switch? I think so. Yeah. And if you're traveling, you know, whenever that happens again, I think it's yeah. a good option. You know, it's it's portable. Um, I will say handheld mode isn't my favorite, but it does make the graphics look a little bit better because it's all on like a 720 screen. Also, one thing that really, really sucks. Switch players can't change their FOV in the game. So they're stuck at 70, which, mm. you know, about 100 is normal. So that yeah. that also is not ideal. Can, but yes. Can you... What is that? I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's that's field of view. So that's okay, like how okay. wide your screen. Yeah. Oh. So. Oh, really? It's an yeah. It's a little unfortunate. <laughs> oh wow, that's something I um I change in the Monster Hunter demo. Like I changed that immediately. Yeah. And that's not even competitive. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I mean, like a smaller FOV is, is like actually a competitive disadvantage to a certain extent because yeah. you're seeing less on the screen. But I imagine that, and this is speculation entirely, but that could be. Uh, a performance thing because yeah. the wider FOV you have, the more things you have to render on screen at once. And maybe they just didn't want to let people up it because they couldn't necessarily pr- ensure performance at higher FOVs potentially. That's one of the reasons I've seen developers, at least in the past, not allow that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's good to hear that it's running generally okay. This feels like, at least from what you're saying, because I haven't played it yet on Switch, but like, the the song you're singing is a song we've heard before with games <laughs> like The Witcher, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, if this is your only place to play this, then it's it's fun. It's a good game. But like if you have other options, you should probably play it elsewhere. It's yeah. Like, I think something switch owners are used to at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I'm I'm definitely not telling people not to try it because it's free, so why not? Um, that's a I, that's a big note that we left out. Yes, yeah. Apex Legends is free on the Switch, <laughs> like it is everywhere else. So no Switch tax. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if you just want something that's portable that you want to play, like you know, in bed or in the bathroom, I'd say it's definitely a fun option. <laughs> and I also wanted to mention for people who like you said handheld, the controls just don't feel great. And there actually is a product that makes this you can use the Pro Controller still portably. I have the prototype literally right behind me. So Ooh. give me one second. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. Is it buried under the plushies? <laughs> <laughs> for, for those of you just listening, <laughs> she's really digging it out of a mountain of palicos <laughs> and Pikachu's. Yeah. So this is so the actual version is way better. This is just a three D printed prototype, but it's called the um, Fixture S One. I can even show you how it works. It's been a Ooh. hot minute since I've used these because I um, just with like the way that. So yeah, it just snaps in and then oh. you put the screen here. Oh my and it god, actually that's kind so of smart. like balances so that right. it's kind of it like doesn't a, feel wait. very awkward. It's kind but of like one of those one. phone holders that allows you to snap yeah. Yeah, like Razor makes one. Yes. And, yeah, uh, the 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 mobile for your mobile gamers. Yeah, but yeah. just yeah, for the that, switch. That's cool. And I like really, that. Yeah, I really it, like why it. Why is a it lot. four years in and we're just getting this completely obvious, amazing thing? These are the the new upgraded version of this. I think it's been around for a year now, but the the new ones have it's not just plastic. There are like cushiony spots on the inside. 
Um, oh. So it, the, the new one's better than the one I just showed you, even though the one I'm showing you does work. <laughs> does it so, get heavy when you're playing? Yeah, so it, it does, uh, but not... I feel like it's not any worse than using the regular switch in handheld. Like what I usually do in bed is I'll put a pillow on it and then rest my hands on the pillow ah. with the controller and then just like ultimate lazy mode. So yeah, I, I do really recommend the fixture S1 for portable gaming when you are playing an action game like Apex Legends or any other game that you need to like the pro <laughs> controller is just so much better. It and is. <laughs> so especially when all of your Joy-Cons have drift. So, Ooh, no! I have yet to get drift. I am so nervous oh, though. I, my first that. pair, my first pair, and I haven't gotten it yet. So, I I wish you the best. Honestly, you'll be fine. Yeah. It's not. It's not literally everyone. I just have terrible luck and technical problems all the time. So it's just a curse. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> but uh, Stella, thank you so much for talking with us about Apex Legends. Is there anything else that you think people should know about this game on the Switch? Um, I don't think so. I feel like I've covered right. everything. <laughs> All right. Great. That's Apex Legends. Check it out on the Switch. It is free. But you know what else it is this week? Mm -hmm. It was Mario Day yesterday. And oh, Mario Day right. is when it's March 10th, because then the abbreviation of MAR10 looks like Mario. So it's Mario Day for no other reason. And there are a couple of festivities going on for Mario Day, including a sale. And the sale says, celebrate what? everyone's favorite ground-pounding superstar by saving 35% on select Mario games. These deals last through 12 p.m. PT on 3.13. So on the 13th, and this is at Pacific time, so you only have a limited amount of time. Hopefully you are listening to the show soon after it comes out or you will miss out. So all of these games are $39, and one of them is Luigi's Mansion. Yep, that classic Mario Luigi's game. Luigi's Mansion 3. <laughs> <laughs> with that our favorite ground pounding superstar yep. luigi hey <laughs> Sorry. This is his time luigi. in the spotlight <laughs> he had, we had the year of luigi what was that like 2013 come on yeah it's fine <laughs> he had his spotlight it's okay but also it, the oh, <laughs> what that's so mean <laughs> <laughs> no man it's fine i almost wore green today to be like screw you mario we we support luigi yeah. in this house but i was like now nah, i'll wear I'll wear like reddish, <laughs> slightly festive. It's okay. But the other games available are Super Mario Maker 2, Super Mario Party, and Mario Tennis Aces. So not new Mario, not Mario Odyssey. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> if you don't have Super Mario Maker 2 I would, and you're thinking of picking up one of these games, get get that one. Mm -hmm. That that game's the, uh, far and away the best. But, of but the ones isn't that, that sale, but yeah. also just pain? Because all these levels are just so, like, so difficult. I guess make, it's just make a long, uh, just a flat one with no enemies. You know, this is the easiest Mario ever. Yeah. See, but then I wouldn't trust it. I'd be like, no, there's a trick here. There's a trick somewhere in here. That's a good idea. I also um, want to remind everyone that last year we did a whole favorite Mario memories episode with, uh, I think, I don't remember who was on that episode but definitely brian i don't remember who else but we'll link to that so if you want to hear our favorite mario members favorite mario memories you can go <laughs> watch that episode but since we just did it a year ago i figured we'd we'd skip that part of mario day and just talk about the stuff that's going on and also speaking of super mario party i played that game last night online to celebrate mario day with a mario party and i found out when you play online uh 
you have access to like seven mini games and that is it. There's no full game mode. You just oh. play the same seven mini games, even though there's more than 50 in that game. I don't understand. It's why. incredible that Wait, in 2021. Yeah, it, it's incredible that in 2021, Super Mario Party with no DLC has still found ways to d- disappoint us. <laughs> Like, oh my god. Like that's a that's a very this is that is such a tragic Nintendo game to me in recent years with the Switch because it is really fun in ways. Mm-hmm. Like some of the mini games are really fun. It's really pretty. It's very creative in a lot of ways. It did that really cool thing where you can line up two switches and like that idea that like things could move from one switch to the other was so cool. And then they just like didn't support it in any way shape or form or give it like good enough online and it's just like guys you could make such a good online like i know this isn't a thing nintendo really does but like imagine a mario like a a mario party service game right Mm -hmm. like mario party a mario party game with the level of support that something like fall guys gets right and people will be playing that forever right like that would i would pay dlc monthly for a game like that right like it it is pay for different hats to put on my yoshi all right that's all i want and then join brandon people's games with my fancy hatted yoshi we just want to show off the hat want it. yeah i just want to show off my hat yeah maybe give us a different saddle maybe give mario the option of different costumed mustaches you know i don't know like give us i, I really like that idea i don't know i was just saying because fall guys is all about having those really yeah. cool exclusive cosmetics and that'd be awesome to have a super mario party with unlockable things and new maps coming out and new mini games coming out all this like every so yeah, often it, it's just not Nintendo's style they just haven't really done something like that and it's a shame because mm-hmm. i think mario party is is so so ripe for it and I was dis like I was disappointed with how much fun I had with that game at launch that we aren't that Nintendo didn't give us ways to still talk about it, basically. Except to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we are talking about it, but we're sad about it. <laughs> um also uh Mario Kart, so besides Super Mario Party still being disappointing, uh Mario Kart Tour has a mobile update for Mario Day, but no one no one really I'll just skip that. I, don't think I still it have it on my phone. It's, <laughs> I had to try to get those uh, rewards for the first pin set that I didn't get. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Some people really like Mario Kart Tour. I'm more more proud yeah. to you if you like that game. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's It was actually decent, I think. Yeah. yeah. It looks good. It runs well. I guess it's just not. I'm sorry. It sounds like you guys are trying to convince yourselves. Like everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and their voices are like several octaves higher. <laughs> it okay, good. It's good. It's good. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's like coming in here calling us out. <laughs> it's it's yeah. 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 yeah it's perfectly cromulent. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we just um we just don't want to take away from other people's enjoyment. If you enjoy Mario Kart Tour, there is an update for Mario Part Marty Day just for you you can make your own mario party inside mario kart tour (laughs) Um, also there um i just also wanted to give an update that super mario bros 35 that free game that you could play if you have nintendo switch online for the 35th anniversary Uh of super mario bros will end its service on march 31st 2021 you will no longer be able to play it by the end of the month 
Right. So you won't be able to play after April 1st. So get all of those uh, Mario Super Mario Bros. 35 games in. And yeah. also on that note, you also won't be able to buy Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which comes with Mario 64, Mario Galaxy and uh, Super <gasps> Mario Sunshine. So why did I mean, they do that? That's a joke, uh, right? Because it's April 1st, right? It's a joke, oh, right? It's a joke. Wow. I didn't even think about that. It's a joke, right? No, <laughs> that's no it's fooling. A, it's a prank. You'll still be able to like buy whatever, you know, back. You know, it's not like uh, on, on the 1st of April, the ones that haven't been sold just explode. Like oh, if there yeah, are ones no. at your Walmart, you sure? you'll be able to. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like yeah. they just all like self implode, you know, it's it's entirely possible. I certainly <laughs> hope not. But if you haven't gotten Super Mario 3D All-Stars, I am a big defender of that game. I know everyone's like, why should I pay full price for three games? It came out. And it's like, <laughs> dude, because, you know, you want to because they're three of the best games. OK, they're two of the best games ever made in Super Mario Sunshine, which is extraordinarily underrated and plays a lot better than you remember. Go out and buy Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Have fun. Have a good time of it. I actually, you won't be able to buy it. Yeah. Just, I think it's worth having just to be able to play those games in the future. I played Sunshine for the first time since it first came out in the GameCube. What? Mm, 10? Thousand years ago. 20 yeah. years ago? Oh my goodness. Yeah, right? 20 oh years? My gosh. Yeah. <gasps> I did not remember anything about that game. It was like playing a whole new game. I was like, I've def- I definitely played this. I definitely played it a significant amount of time. I remember <laughs> literally nothing. Wow. It's- Crazy because the Delfino Plaza theme is playing inside my head most but times. Is it, but yeah. is that from your experience in Super Mario Sunshine or your experience in Smash? Oh, it's definitely Super Mario Sunshine. I was yeah. never a Smash guy. <laughs> okay. All I'm right. Well, why. my thesis has been destroyed. <laughs> she she tried to hit you with that and you said no. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I, I still had a lot of fun with it. I think it's a fun game. I mean, I only yeah. played it for an hour, but I was enjoying it. I thought <laughs> it was just really funny because you can just run around and spray people in the face with the flood. That's so fun. not okay. the Halo flood, the <laughs> F-L-U-D-D. Totally different things. Don't hit people with Halo flood. It's bad. Water, okay. But can we Parasites, do that with like, no. with like aerosol sanitization spray now in the real life? Yeah, just add, yeah, some, just add some alcohol into your blood. Alcohol. You <laughs> straight, just straight isopropyl. Don't do that; it'll burn people's eyes. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I see someone added. There's there's new Mario rewards. That. Oh, yeah. on my Nintendo rewards. Yep, yep, yep. Because I ordered the poster set yesterday of the Super Mario 35 anniversary, 35th anniversary poster set, which is three more posters that I'll never get framed. Whoa. Just like my. Uh, my ones from the year <laughs> Luigi that I still have in the tube that I got from the Nintendo oh rewards. And then I also got like a, a little left uh, 35th anniversary Mario, like pencil holder. Oh, oh that's cute. Yeah. yeah. And I still have some points left. I don't know what I to spend saw, them on though, but I just looked at the zipper pouch and I at first thought I was like, is that a pillowcase? I'll get that pillowcase. Now. It's a zipper pouch. <laughs> I have so many zipper pouches. You, it is a pillowcase for very tiny pillows. Oh, okay. For your I mean, cat. For your cat. Yeah. Oh, cat pillowcase. Yeah. Just stuff it with cotton, and then you got a little baby, a mm-hmm. baby pillow. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with zipper pouches. True. It's up to you and your own creativity. <laughs> but I think that is about it for Mario Day. There's, there were no other. I was ho- honestly hoping for some sort of last minute announcement from Nintendo yesterday. Yeah. Which we did not get, but that's fine. 
that's the thing about annual holidays though is that yeah. you, know, you can't you can't go 100 miles an hour every year on mario day right like no they, they, they pick their moments they do the every five years sort of anniversary thing to go big and then mario day is just like like fun little smaller stuff which i appreciate wait yeah. so i have a question for you guys because yeah. you have played way more mario games than i have so on the switch currently available on the switch what are your top like three games that you would recommend people to buy like not just mario or, mario or overall oh mario okay oh. yeah yeah uh mario 3d all-stars uh super mario odyssey and uh i would say super mario maker 2 actually because that game is oh so that wonderful. that okay oh okay i'd probably swap odyssey or uh uh 3d all-stars with mario kart but beyond that okay. does mario kart count no I mario kart doesn't count <laughs> Well, it does now. It's got Mario in the Damn name. It. I guess. I guess it you're does right. have Mario in the name. Yeah. Uh, okay. If Mario Kart counts, it would have to be Mario Kart. And yeah. I don't know. This is hard. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Three. Oh, there we go. I count that. It counts. It's canon. It's so it's cute. Canon. I really like it. It's it's so cute. <laughs> I think it's a great it's game. Honestly, some of the jump scares do get me, though, and I'm very mad that it does because I'm just like, this is a cute game. How is this scaring me? They got me, too. So, <laughs> OK, thank God. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the heck? It's not even scary, but because it's just surprising. Yeah. I... OK, good. I'm not alone. It's fine. I'm not alone. <laughs> But that is about all we have to say about Mario. This year, I decided I actually wanted to like follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals. So I subscribed to a service that streams all of the NHL to your television. Uh, the Boston Bruins home opener. I went to watch it and boom, blackout restrictions apply, which I thought was kind of ridiculous because I'm still 200 miles away from Boston, but whatever. Had I had NordVPN, that wouldn't have been a problem. I would have just gone in, changed my settings to another geographic area, and boom, I could have been watching all the Boston Bruins home games like it was nothing at all. So now I have NordVPN, and I can watch the home games of my local teams streaming without being frustrated. It's the same thing with, like, Netflix. It has all these complicated licensing rules, which from one country to another don't really make sense. So something you could watch on South Korean Netflix, you won't be able to watch on the United States Netflix unless NordVPN, boom, switch to South Korea, and you're watching whatever Korean drama that you want I highly recommend you do that. I haven't done it myself, but people seem to enjoy them. And who am I to try to bring down people's enjoyment? Uh, NordVPN, more than just entertainment and sports availability, it's going to protect you, especially when you're traveling, when you're using public Wi-Fi. People are trying to get in there. They're creeping on you. Bad actors, people trying to steal your password, your bank account details. Who knows what the government's doing these days? I can't keep track. They're all over the damn place. NordVPN... It's going to protect you. It's going to protect up to six devices because I know you have at least that many devices in front of you right now that can hook up to the internet. Boom. Fastest VPN in the world. You're not going to get any buffering. You're not going to get any lagging. Uh, it's going to stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling, which they do. That's kind of sneaky, especially how much you're paying those guys. There's threat protection to protect you from viruses and malicious malware and whatever else. Uh, um unsavory actors are out there if you want to get the best discount off your nord vpn plan go to nordvpn.com slash nintendo vc that's 
nordvpn.com slash nintendo vc victor charlie uh that link is also going to give you four extra months on the two-year plan there is no risk with nord's 30-day money-back guarantee that's nice of them and i appreciate that hey there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Today, I hope you liked our suggestions and our conversations about that. But now there is more news to talk about. Um, so earlier in the week on Monday, there was a Monster Hunter presentation. And today, the day that we are recording this is actually the anniversary of when the very first Monster Hunter came out like 15 years ago. So wow. Monster Hunter has been around for a while, but we learned that Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin is coming out in July, coming out on July 9th to the Switch and the PC. Simultaneous launch for this one. Really? I can't wait to see all the mods that people have on the PC for this. <laughs> They're going to be <laughs> wild. But we're also getting three new amiibo that goes with the Monster Hunter Stories, which is a it's they're they're just a you're not going to know what I'm talking about. It's a new character. It's a new Rathalos with weird wings called Raising Rathalos and uh, also a new Palico <laughs> that isn't Navaru who was from the first one, but even though he is in the game, um, they all unlock layered armor sets. Unlike the previous game and the previous Amiibo, which unlocked uh, monsties for you to ride. This is just cosmetics. And the Amiibo are GameStop EV games exclusive, like the Monster Hunter Rise Amiibo were as well. Hmm. This is a, like a JRPG, right? Yes. Uh, Rise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested in that. Knowing that, I think Stealth was talking about it on Twitter, and I was, mm -hmm. my ears perked up. Whoop! Yeah, JRPG. Yeah. Okay. I, I really, really liked the first one, and it was really interesting because you could so the whole thing. You patch the monsters that you ride, and you there was a whole skill system where you could combine monsters basically, and then like hatch a Rathlos, which traditionally only has fire type moves with like electricity moves and things Ooh. like that. And they were just like really cool. But you also have your own weapon and your own attacks to fight with your your monsty, which is, you know, your bestie and your monster combined. So you got a monsty. I know it's very silly. Um, there's the Raze <laughs> Ring uh, Rathalos. So this is much the, more. Look at oh, this. Yeah, it's very it pretty. The visuals are great. I think that's one of the things that impressed me the most about this new trailer. It's like there are shots of it where certain characters like you could tell me were like Breath of the Wild characters. Taken yeah. And I would be yeah. like, oh, yeah, they look that good. Like they're really, really good looking. This, this <laughs> cool looking. It's funny that you say that because, you know, as I was watching the screen there, I was like, oh, oh, no, does Red know that he's got the wrong B-roll going right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, that's right. That's all right. OK, cool. it's it's a really beautiful uh, cell shaded style. Yeah, yeah. I like that great. so much. It's the type of style that 
Nintendo has proven works incredibly well on Switch, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are just certain art styles that look better at lower kind of spec hardware than others. And this is, I think, really heads up of them to make this look like this. Yeah. And they also announced, I just was reminded by this on screen, they also announced there will be co-op missions as well. And I think they showed people writing. So in the previous game, you could fight people, but there was no co-op. But it looks like you can actually inhabit the the world with other people as well and run around when you get to ride your monsters around the open world and you see cool. other monsters and you have to run up to them to start the turn-based battle i'm really excited for this game i am i'm really i'm just excited uh, <laughs> the, story, so pretty. <laughs> the story in the first game was actually pretty good as well it made me tear up a lot so I the narrative in these games is much better than in the traditional Monster Hunter. I mean, it is a JRPG. They should they should have a good story. But they actually made a whole anime based off the first story as well. So I'm wondering if this one will get the same treatment. And I'm wondering if the anime was successful enough to make them want to do the second one. So hmm. I don't know. I would love that. I feel like I feel like with the launch of Monster Hunter Rise 2, I think I think this is a good time for them to launch like an animated series. Mm hmm. Especially if it's done in this style, I want yeah. that. <laughs> and, um, also, I do just want to mention that the the anime was definitely more geared toward a younger audience. Like, don't expect like I don't know Attack on Titan or like Jujutsu Kaisen or anything. It was like more like oh along the lines of like I don't know like Yaoke Watch and like Pokemon like that oh, okay. level. I'm okay that with level. that. Yeah, it was so no, no problem. Good. Just inject the content into my brain, please. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine, just imagine a really like terrifying hardcore attack on titan <laughs> level anime about like raffalos just eating people Dude, that would be cool though i would that would be yeah. crazy i would like that though <laughs> i would too okay. i mean i know they were working on an, an animated something for monster hunter years <laughs> ago and then they just stopped mentioning it netflix will make it netflix will make that anime yeah we don't mention the movie right no we don't move on okay good okay, okay. <laughs> uh, also speaking of monster hunter um <laughs> i'm never coming back on this show am i <laughs> we, we got more news about monster hunter rise they went into detail about the whole rampage system which looks like a, a tower defense type thing but you can go watch that video if you're interested. But more importantly, if you missed out on the first Monster Hunter Rise demo, there is a second version of the demo available sometime today. By today, I mean Thursday of this week. What day is it? March 11th. March 11th. 11th. Yeah. Uh, you will want to download it soon. I'm sure it's limited like the first one. And like the first one, you only have 30 tries. However, you can just delete your save data and then it's, <laughs> it's like it never happened. So don't tell Capcom I told you. But that's how you get more tries. However, there is a new quest in this version of the demo, and it features the flagship monster, Magnamalo. And let me tell you, I had early access to it, and uh, so did one of our um, video editors and captures, Ronnie Barrier. And uh, it is hard as heck. It makes me question my ability as a monster hunter. It makes me think I don't know what I'm doing. It is it is punishingly difficult and so let me tell you why so in regular monster hunter like like in any like rpg boss or anything if you go and try and fight something and it completely wrecks your face and throws you into the dirt and makes you feel demoralized and defeated <laughs> and terrible you just go grind and then you come back and you kick his ass uh oh no i said a word i think that's fine 
Anyway, it's fine. It's a butt. It's a butt. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you can't do that in the demo because it just kind of like throws you in there. You have you have no control over your gear. You can't eat, which is really big in Monster Hunter. You can't prepare your buffs. You can't have life powders. I guess you could go collect stuff to to uh, craft it. However, you only have 15 minutes. So who has time to craft? No one. No one has time to craft. So uh, and also it one or two shots you. So good luck, everyone out there. I'm sure people can do it, but I I think I'm pretty good at Monster Hunter. I mean, I was able to kill the great Izuchi in, I don't know, a minute and like 42 seconds in the demo solo. And this Magnamalo is just. <sighs> it feels it, it to back you up. It feels intentionally designed yes, to mess correct. people, right? Like it, yeah. it feel, like we were talking about this before, but like you spawn at the bottom of the map. And mm-hmm. it spawns at literally the furthest possible point away from you. Mm-hmm. And you only have 15 minutes. And that's like, that is, that is brutal, right? Like under any circumstances fighting any monster, that is like, like a stressful amount of time to have. Um, and so, yeah, they very, very intentionally, it feels like this is meant to really, really, really test people who really, really, really just want to spend multiple days grinding it out and finding the best strategy. Mm-hmm. Which I'm I think make, is great. Hmm? I'm going to make a prediction. Yeah. This time tomorrow. Okay. There will be a thousand YouTube videos of people beating <laughs> that boss. Oh, yeah. oh, oh definitely. I mean, yeah. there's absolute, people are absolutely going to tear it apart. That's not any doubt in my mind. But like, it is i think it is meant for like the tippy tippy top of players who want that challenge right whereas like it it's not like the other missions in the demo are going to be the things that most people should focus on and should spend their time on like i would say so just comparing nergagante in the monster hunter world beta was also a challenge and was difficult. Mm-hmm. And I felt really proud to defeat that in multiplayer. However, I thought that that was attainable realistic in a realistic amount of time. And we actually did it live on stream, which was crazy because I was talking while playing. So I was like, great. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this with Magnamalo. And also one of the reasons it's difficult is because you can only die three times. So I would say it'd be easier in multiplayer. However, it has an one attack could theoretically wipe mm. the party and that's it game over so i don't know but anyway it's definitely doable i mean it's not impossible you just have to be better and try more than the three times that i tried so <laughs> <laughs> yeah when i played the demo the first one um i remember just I, it feels like a whole different game from oh, yeah. monster hunter world and that's the only monster hunter i've played so i was like yeah i'm gonna go in I'm, it's gonna be so great and i was like oh god what am i doing <laughs> Like I kept getting smacked around and I was like, you know, I'm just I'm just going to go into the training room and uh, (laughs) relearn everything. (laughs) So I definitely feel like I I I definitely feel you. I took on a smaller monster in the first demo and um, made me feel a little bit better. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, it'll make me feel better. But um, we've talked a lot about Monster Hunter before. So I guess if you are going to try and take on Magnamalo, uh, some tips for you. uh, Take advantage of Woven riding. That's it. (laughs) Good luck. I would say take time to pick up the endemic life to get buffs, but I don't know if you have time to do that. Yeah, it's the time limit is really the like the 
the, yeah. thing, the thing that is the the barrier to most casual players, mm-hmm. right? Is like that is that's you can do hunts in under fifteen minutes. That's not like oh, yeah. impossible by any means. It's just no. like with not choosing your gear, not having the buffs, it being mm-hmm. super far away. It is just a cocktail of like really, really kind of like punishing things altogether. Yeah, the developers did say they were making this quest difficult on purpose, and they were not lying. Anyway. <laughs> That's enough uh, gripe around that. I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. I'll let you know if I ever beat it. <laughs> so um, maybe I'll do it with an elite team of a party of four, but maybe not by myself. <laughs> so in other news, um, Animal Crossing is getting Build-A-Bears. Yeah, just just some I'm small, happy. small golf claps. Look, I we don't have a Marshall on my on my mic. Oh, ready. Very cute. <laughs> so we don't know anything else it just says build a bear tweeted out coming soon our animal crossing new horizons collection is full of fun for all ages sign up for free email and text updates so you don't miss a thing that's it we have no idea however i wanted to ask you all what do you think we're going to get in this collection uh like tom nook and isabel and that's it mm-hmm. yeah. that's it oh yeah, you think it's it. just two yeah. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's more. I don't know their their traditional sort of like the number they get, but I think it's not going to be the dream, which is like you get to make your own custom villager. Like, I think it's going to be recognizable characters. Yeah, I would. I don't. I, the idea that you could make your own custom villager actually didn't cross my mind. Yeah. Build I, a bear. You, <laughs> you yeah, but have you think like clothes and stuff, but yeah, yeah that's wonder... about it. Yeah. Who are like the flagship characters besides Tom? We get, and I mean, if there's a KK slider, I'll go be going to the, oh, the, the building. Oh, yeah, yeah there has to be. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd get a KK slider. Also, but no, I, I think Tom, Tom Nook, Isabel, KK slider. You could get uh, the owl. I'm for blanking on his name from the museum. Blathers. Yeah, Blathers. Blathers, a Blathers would be amazing, actually. That and then you so like cute. get a little button to give him, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, I be... love him so much. And just um, build a bear always has the option of putting in like custom. Oh yeah, we're gonna have fun uh, with that. What are they? Just like li- different like sound things that you yeah. put into the stuffy and then you squeeze and they talk and stuff. I wish I had one of the. Oh, I have it. <gasps> <laughs> Going back to the pile of palicos. Yeah, gonna, I just gotta, I just gotta <gasps> reach behind me. Does this guy have some something? Where is it? Is that a team rocket meowth? Yeah. Oh from, my god, Meowth has a shirt. I don't think he has like a sound bite in him though. <laughs> just like I'm just I'm trying to try it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I found it. Gotcha. Oh, that's so cute. Oh. All right. So there's the bear meow. Um we also got a a Vulpix and an Eevee, I think, and they I think they I think they did something like they put a Pikachu sound bite inside of the Eevee or something like that when they sent it to us. I don't know, but it sounds like yeah, there's, sounds about there's right. nothing they're to really stop you. high quality puffies. Yeah, like, they're very are, good. I want some. These are top notch cuddleable uh stuffed animals from Build a Bear. So <laughs> yeah. I and want to no me and Tommy. And if I press the button, I want them, I want one of them to echo the other one. <laughs> I want Timmy and Tommy now. You don't you can put whatever little sound thing, little sound chip that you want in there. So, you can. Yeah. It doesn't have to be these. You can actually say whatever you want. You can yeah, record your have, own voice. Yeah. Oh, I gotta oh, say there's one back there that has when my oldest son, who's 17 now, was like little. <clears throat> 
and he recorded his little voice and says, I'm the coolest bear in the world. Oh, that's so <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah. You guys know a, a, an alarming amount about Build-A-Bear. I'm not going to lie. Look. <laughs> Look. They're cute. Right. Tom. You get to go to the mall. mall. And you get to play yeah. God. You get to create life. Yeah. Right there. I so I I know this much about front to nature and science. <laughs> I I was just gonna say, I made a build a bear for my mom, which is why I know Aww. I know about it. So and I did the thing. I like said I said something on the in the but it didn't sound like this. Yeah, no, it's not <laughs> not like that. A little bit. I mean, you, it wasn't. It was a sound. It wasn't a sound bite of you telling your mom that you're right. <laughs> hey, mom, I'm right. <laughs> I, I really appreciate not to not to uh, to you know, blow, blow up your spot here, Casey. I really appreciate that you're holding the meowth's mouth to the mic rather than <laughs> where the sound is coming from in its hand. That's um, I love that quality. That was that a is a true plushy right owner. That is a true plushy owner. <laughs> yeah. from, from here. <laughs> <laughs> I just had an idea for Tom Nook's plushie. You could totally use the Jesse line from Breaking Bad. Where's my money? Oh my That's, god. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Someone <laughs> has to make one of us will make it and bring it on the show as a guest. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'm doing it. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's our that's our plan. We are as you can see, we're we're moderately excited about these build a bear animal crossings. <laughs> However, uh is it will it will it be the same magic building or animal crossing build a bear and not being able to do it in person? Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't consider. Yeah, because you get the little you machine. Get to pick the heart. Yeah. yeah. The heart in. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you can do in the store. It's very, it's very precious, but it's fine. Eventually, we'll be able to go back to Build a Bear and touch a bunch of cloth hearts in a bucket and not be afraid. Um, um, children have been. <laughs> oh God! Touching everything. <laughs> Um, also, last bit of news this week: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge has been announced for PC and consoles, uh, including yes. the Switch. No word on. Actually, it says no word on what consoles yet. So, just kidding. Psych! It looks so good. It better come to Switch. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this game. Uh, Tribute Games is developing it. They did Panzer Paladin, which I reviewed last year, which is like uh, oh, one of my. Oh, you love that game. I love that game. That was a great game. Yeah, I'm so. I mean, I love Ninja Turtles. Okay. Dottie I was Lee. like Dottie prime was age. Oh yeah. When yeah, in 1989, when the Nintendo's uh, when dude, I'm so excited. The Ninja Turtles <laughs> came out. I was watching. I was a little bit too old to be watching Ninja Turtles when I had the NES game. Every time I went to the arcade, I yeah. played it. I uh, uh, you know, I have the that I reviewed the four player one for Arcade One Up. I just I love Ninja Turtles, and this game looks so perfect. It's like so pitch perfect 90s arcade brawler in a modern uh in the modern era and i can't <laughs> wait to play it because donatello does machines Raphael is cool but rude and of course we all know what michelangelo does eat the pizza he was my favorite when i was a little kid <laughs> he was my favorite He's everybody's favorite donatello is my favorite and i'm gonna let you know why because why? a nunchuck you gotta tie two sticks together a sword it's made of metal your parents aren't gonna let you have one but if you have a broom handle or that's that doesn't have the broom <laughs> end on it you have a bow staff you're right i know Anyone can be donatello if exactly only, only everyone can be the nerd one <laughs> This no. this trailer was uh, a really wonderful, like just concentrated dose of nostalgia, both for mm -hmm. the animated TV show and 
games like Turtles in Time, where like there are so many little references for people who are obsessed with Turtles in Time, like those little bitey claptrap robots throwing. <laughs> They're called Mausers. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, the the Technodrome showing up. Like there's like so many cool little things that call back to that make me really, really genuinely excited for this game. Yeah, this looks um, really good. Um, oh, it's also it. the same people who made Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game team. Yes. Yeah. Some yeah, the, yeah like the, that. that was great, too. Devs from that went on to form um, tribute yes. games. They used to work for Ubisoft uh, Montreal. So Montreal. If, we're, if we're getting nostalgic about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So when I was a little girl, like three and four, like really little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was my favorite thing. And mm-hmm. back when Hollywood Studios was called MGM Studios in Orlando, they had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show, live action show. And I knew this. And as soon as we got into MGM Studios, I went, I looked at the map and I went straight to the stage where that was going to happen. And I refused to move until yeah. the show happened. <laughs> I sat in the front and I waited. My parents were like, it's not going to happen for another hour. Are you sure you don't want to? No, I don't want to do anything oh. else. I don't want to go on the rides. I don't want ice cream. I want to wait for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it was wonderful. Did they sing Fantastic. Pizza Power? I have no memory because i was oh no (laughs) no i mean there's a pizza power somewhere flying saucer through delight that's so cute so it i hope that this comes to the switch i think it looks like it'd be a great this has got switch all over it one joy con per person that's all you need right for these kinds of games i would love that and okay Ah, so stoked on this. <laughs> Teenage Mutant yeah, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge needs to come to Switch. Sorry, Tom, what are you going to say? I, I just saying Dotemu Publishing, I, I I think it's a matter of when, not if. For, yeah. For switching consoles. It's, yeah, because it's like, oh, we like money. We like to make it. So let's make yeah. as much as possible and put it on, you know, the most popular console. They, they, they know it right now. They'll, yeah. That'll, I, I don't know when it'll happen, but I'm. I'm pretty, I would be willing to put money on the You heard it here first. Top <laughs> Marks, not, insider yeah. information. He just said, no, he knows no. for a fact. Don't put that hex on me. No, no, no. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim did come to the Switch. So, it did. yeah. Uh, hi. It I did. Think it's totally doable on the Switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's yeah. doable. So, hopefully, we'll be eating Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sometime in the near future, but there are some games out now that you can play Uh, so tom i know you put together this list and we already talked about apex at the top of the show but also coming out this week is battle brothers yeah battle brothers is a really cool anybody who likes tactics games or strategy games 100 percent recommend this it's like a medieval sort of uh little bit lo-fi but not like low lo-fi tactics game where you like your figure your your troops on the board are like basically busts right they're like kind of like pecs up versions of themselves on little like things you're moving around almost like chess pieces it's just a really really good tactics rpg um it came out on on pc i think in 2019 um yeah it's just if you are a fire emblem fan it's a little bit different because it's less magical right but like it it is a very very good tactics game if you're into tactics games cool oh that's a battle brothers also up this week is apex legends we already talked about that and also crash bandicoot 4 and i i'm bad at crash games so (laughs) yep me too i actually never played a crash game so really really yeah i I played crash when i was a kid a lot and i i never got good at them i watched my friend ross play shout out to ross what up i know he's not listening 
so I know our I uh, Jonathan I believe gave this game mm-hmm. an eight um, when when it came out on PlayStation uh, last year. I know a lot of Crash fans really like it. It's mm-hmm. really pretty. It's got a lot of stuff in it. Um, so I yeah, think you've got recommendations from people who are not like me and think that Crash Bandicoot is bad. But <laughs> other people who don't have that opinion probably have basically said that it's a very good game. So that's that's my caveat. And <laughs> there you go. Apologies for not having more information for you on how it runs. So far. Yeah. But also out this week is A Train All Aboard Tourism, All which aboard. Seth has been playing a little bit of. I down is a demo on the eShop, and I was like, "What is this? It looks kind of cool." So I went ahead and downloaded it, and I started playing the demo. And about an hour in, I said, "Well, I'm buying this game." <laughs> it is an like, hour in, yeah, yeah. It is like a fun like city sim builder tourism, but it has like it's extremely Japanese. You know, like the little characters pop up and they look Aww. exasperated and stuff, and they tell you, you know, we need to. Oh, you're the you're the president of our company and I'm your secretary. And here's a here's a guy like you can see there's a guy right there. It's very charming. I never I'm not familiar with this um, franchise at all, but it has been um, on like the 3S and probably the DS. It's probably one of those ones that started on like the the Famicom and we just didn't know about it. But yeah, it's a give the demo a try because it's actually it's pretty fun. Graphically. not, Not great. So Except for those characters, those characters. The characters are great, but they're just hand-drawn, like static images of sure. anime characters. But when uh, you like, one of the things you could do on a train all aboard tourism is ride a train. Look, I know, I was surprised as you are to hear this right now. <laughs> no, and you're driving just through like the Japanese countryside and like into a, a small city. It doesn't look great. It looks like smoothed out playstation 2 graphics but i don't care it's very charming i'm kind of hoping that there's a physical release because this is the kind of game that they stealth release physical and then people buy it, and then like 10 years later it's like the most collectible game so i mean that's just you know i'm I'm a i'm a video game speculator Um, that's how i made my vast fortune um but i I think i'm probably gonna buy this game it's 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 actually it's pretty fun and it's pretty charming it's like SimCity with a lot of charm and and trains all right i it took it took a lot of googling because a train you know is a character in the boys and yeah it's all that was coming up but it originally came out in 1985 the very first game not this one obviously but oh. yeah, you're right on the Famicom. So. Seth nailed it. Seth <laughs> wow. nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> Just How that, did you know? I do. I'll tell you that I, 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 that was an educated guess because every like news story I saw about this were like coming to Switch. It's a train. It's actually coming from Japan. Like people were so excited. So this is one of those like weird import games that people. Didn't expect to see over here, and I just kind of made the guess. But yeah, you get to control how fast time travels. Oh, again, talking about playing God or Father Time. There are how many times so have we many. talked about playing God? First with Build a Bears, now with the train. That's like, what video games are. It's just just playing God. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, Immortals: Phoenix Rising is on sale this week, so then you, oh, you literally yeah. play a God. Yeah, but there are uh, twenty different A Train games over the years. Twenty? That's crazy. At well, least. Seth, you gotta get on it. I mean, there's my okay, angle for a YouTube channel. A train, all aboard. Some of them are ports. For example, uh, A Train Express is a port of A Train Nine with PlayStation VR support. 
So, wow. What? <laughs> there we go. This is, this is quite that a is... rabbit hole we're falling down. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. Let's get it. Let's get out of this A train rabbit hole. <laughs> Thank That's you for cool. sharing with the set. <laughs> I want. I want to play the demo. I like City Sims. Yeah, I cannot like. There's no reason not to try it out. It's very fun. It's super charming. And I spent like ten minutes just trying to figure out the perfect business card at the beginning of the game. <laughs> what color did you go with? I went with a like a, a magenta. Cool, like your background. Yeah. Ex- yes, um, it's a right. it's a calming but powerful color. Usually reserved for kings <laughs> in olden times. So perfect, perfect color for you, Seth. So what else? Besides A-Train, the demo, what else are you playing? Well, I've been playing, on your recommendation, Monster Sanctuary. I've been playing a lot of that. That is a lovely game. I didn't know it had, it even has like Metroidvania elements Mm -hmm. to it, which I was completely like, yeah, it has everything that I love. So uh, if you've been listening to Casey talk about Monster Sanctuary and you haven't picked it up yet, do something about that. Go pick it up right now. (laughs) But recently I started playing a game that is not on Switch, but absolutely should be on Switch as soon as possible. It's sold 500,000 copies already, and it came out last week, and that is Loop Hero uh, on PC, yeah. and that is my obsession. Like, I, and when I'm not working or eating or sleeping, I'm playing Loop Hero. Oh, God, it, it sounds is, like me and Slay the Spire. It, yeah, it's man i'm i wish i were i mean I, I like you guys a lot don't get me wrong but i wish i were playing loop hero right now because it is it's Fair. incredible and if it comes it's also like it's per, it's going to be perfect on switch just the way that it, it's set up this is going to be an absolutely wonderful switch game if it ever comes to switch and i hope it does Seth, so does it have cards it okay it's a it's a deck building <laughs> card rpg roguelike it's super hard to explain and then there's there's also city building like you go into this world you loop you do it over and over again you're gathering resources you go back to your village you're building your village you know you beef up your village you get more buffs to go into the next you fight a lich it's got this beautiful old school sort of dos style um uh pixel art that dan stapleton said he hated and he said to send him letters about how much he doesn't like it because he loves to be told his opinion is wrong that's not true don't do that to poor Dan. He puts up with enough. Um, but yeah, no, it's got, it just, it feels like an old school, uh, like PC game, but in the best possible way. It is awesome. I love it. I want, I want nothing more than to be playing it all the time. I'm going to see if Pear will hire me on as Loop Hero editor. And that's all I do all day. It's just play Do you want to help out our, our wiki for Loop Hero? Uh, I could probably like throw in on it. Yeah. But it, this game is dense. And it doesn't explain anything. And I'm just now, so I'm like probably seven or eight hours in and I'm just now starting to figure out some strategy. Like before I'm just like, "Ah, let's just throw this here. Hey, that worked great. So yeah. Love it. I'm doing it. As soon as it comes out on the switch. Dive in on steam right now for like $12. So, okay. Oh, and oh, the other nice thing about it, having these graphics is it'll run on your calculator, like your solar powered (laughs) school calculator. It'll probably run on. So I don't I don't know why I'm so I have such an aversion to to PC games like I have I have the means to play it. I don't know. I just really like having it on my switch so I can take it. I do, me. too. I mean, yeah, if, if that's why that's another I mean, selfishly, I want it on switch. So I don't have to sit at my computer that I also sit at all day mm-hmm. to do work. I just would like to go into another room and live my life. But I know what can you do? It's the life of a PC gamer. No one said it was going to be easy. <laughs> No one said. And it's not, especially when no. your PC crashes. 
all the time yeah. for no reason. Aww. Just my experience. Again, technical difficulty curse. But <laughs> uh, Stella, what are you playing? Uh, so like what Seth said about when he's not eating, working or sleeping, he's playing Loop Hero. I'm playing Apex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I recently started playing um, Hitman 3, and that nice. is very fun. I didn't realize it's such a short game, but, like, you you know, it has replayability. But, uh, yeah, I am... I'm a good Hitman. Not, like, the best, but I'm good. Like, the target will go down. <laughs> now, is it in a stealthy way? Not always. But yeah, it's good enough. The target's down. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's what you wanted, right? It matters. This is what you wanted. It's it's done. <laughs> I think my favorite weapon. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say Hitman 3 is available on the Switch. But yep. as as you were saying, Stella. I was going to say my favorite weapon is a newspaper. <laughs> it's a Wait, rolled explain. up newspaper. There's a rolled up newspaper you can pick up in one of the levels. And I can't tell you the joy I get when I'm smacking around armored soldiers with it like they're a bad dog. Like, no, 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 no. And then <laughs> you can also beam it at people's heads. Like, it is, it is, I don't know what it is. It's so funny. It, I mean, that's, I don't know. That, that's an amazing <laughs> part of that game. It's like, it takes itself seriously as this, like, like outwardly seriously is this, like, very in depth murder simulator, but like genuinely it is a game designed for like goofy, dumb moments to happen. Right. That just make you laugh. And it's really impressive that it can be both of those things at the same time. <laughs> and I do want to say, so Hitman three is a, a streamed game on the switch. You need right. to be able yes. to have, you have to have a very good internet connection uh, with my gigabit internet. It runs pretty good, but <laughs> Anywhere else I've been, which did not have gigabit internet, huh, I mean, woof. Oh, man. <laughs> it was it was a, a rough time. But if you have great internet, you should not have it's a problem with it. <laughs> well, can you you can hardwire it, right? You can, yes. If you have that like port thing, yeah. I, yeah. I actually just got one of those for oh, nice. cool on the for Apex. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, oh, I need I need stable connection. <laughs> Yeah, so if you if you wired in and you have good internet, it should be fine. If you do not have either of the things, I think that's actually why you can play the demo first. So you play the demo so you can test to see if it'll yeah. work in the connection that's that you nice. have before you that buy is. it. So highly recommend doing that before purchasing. And it's really nice that they do that. I mean, I guess what other option? Like, what if they sold it and then half yeah. the people couldn't play it? So <laughs> right. thank you yeah. for thinking of that. <laughs> so, Tom, what are you playing? Uh, I'm playing something I can't talk about right now, but I've also been playing, um, this is kind of a slightly older game that I hadn't ever given a fair shake called Heaven's Vault, um, which I knew a lot of people really liked and I had played some of and really dug the concept of, but haven't, hadn't like dug into. And I'm now like five or six hours into that. It's from the creator of 80 Days, which is this really, really, really wonderful originally mobile game where you go around the world in 80 days, but there's all these amazing branching narrative paths. And this is something that that's, this company's just really, really good at doing is like giving you tons of branching paths and letting you kind of pick your own path. The really cool thing about Heaven's Vault, though, is that the like central sort of hook of it. It's basically an adventure game, kind of like a point and click adventure game to an extent. But the hook of it is uh, anybody watching on YouTube is what you just saw there is like there's this ancient language in the game that's very like uh, not entirely hieroglyphic, but sort of pick 
has slight pictographic elements to it. Um, and you have to translate things and build up a dictionary of this ancient language just by finding segments of inscribed text all over the world. Um, and the only way you know, like you don't know if you're ever right or wrong until you do it, like find the same word in multiple instances over time. And then the game will confirm that your guess is correct. But otherwise you're given a choice of like four options per like symbol word. And you just have to like, pick one and like you have no idea if it's right or wrong and you can kind of infer from like the way the sentence is constructed but it becomes this really cool thing where now that i'm a little farther in and have identified a bunch of words accurately i can look at a sentence that pops up and see a bunch of words i don't know but see symbols that i recognize and be like okay so that one's probably living because it has the symbol for life and the symbol for whatever, you know, and like this one is probably death because it's, it's got the symbol for opposite and then the symbol for life, which I recognize. And then when you oh. see that one of the options is death, you're immediately like, oh, great. I know it's that. And like you can start to like it literally teaches you how to read this language just by playing the game. That is and so like, cool. It's incredibly weird and cool. Like it is it's it's one of those moments and it's not nearly as good as Oberdin, but it's one of those moments like playing Return of the Oberdin where like I had this moment where I was like I've never played an adventure or a puzzle game like this, right? Like it is a completely fresh and unique idea. Um I'm really really enjoying that aspect of it. That said, I have to take it kind of in doses because mm-hmm. it's very slow moving. Like you walk incredibly slowly. Uh, the traveling between these sort of like moons that you travel between is pretty slow and boring. Um, the writing is all really good. The story is really good and the puzzles are really cool, but like, it's just a very kind of plodding pace of a game. So I've been taking it sort of in like an hour or two every day or two, just sort of like really loving the word parts of it. And then like enjoying the story and then kind of very slowly walking from place to place. (laughs) so cool I, so it's I, not like it's not like perfect but i'd absolutely recommend it to anybody who played games like return of the Everdin. heaven's vault is very very cool i have one question so in some of the if you're watching the video her her legs are s- transparent what's up with that <laughs> yeah so every time every time she i guess this is a thing to make like the feet match up better but every time the the art style is these 3d worlds very pretty 3d worlds and then all of the characters are really low frame rate 2d kind of almost watercolor Hmm. characters that like move very stilted and every time she walks her feet kind of disappear and like vanish into the ground and it's like it's just a very very really it's a really interesting style because the characters look like they're out of comic books but the worlds are completely 3d around them um okay it's a very it's just a very unique game. I, there's really not like anything else like it out there. Cool. I'm intrigued. Somebody yeah. should adapt this sort of idea to like <clears throat> learn a real language. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was thinking the this same thing. Cool. <laughs> I was like, I, I suck at learning languages because it's hard. Yeah. And part of that. part of this is definitely because, you know, it is sort of pictographic in a certain sense where like things that have to do with water usually have kind of like two wavy lines, right? Or things that have to do with like rocks or earth or stone have kind of like a mountain shape. And so you can infer things just from the look of them that wouldn't necessarily work with a language like English, for example, where nothing makes any sense. Um, (laughs) But in this context, in the way that they're doing it, it's really, really cool. And it gives you 
just the right amount of feedback of when things are when you don't know things or it doesn't tell you things or then when it confirms some things are right or wrong like there's a library on one of the moons in the game that you can go to and talk to a guy and basically consult him about your guesses and then he can he won't outright tell you what something is but he might mention like hey i don't think your translation of that is quite right or like actually this symbol i think means sort of this thing so it gives you just 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 the right amount of feedback um in terms of like reaffirming your guesses cool Thank you so much for telling us so much about Heaven's Vault. We also talked about A-Train, All Aboard Tourism, Loop Hero, Monster Sanctuary, Apex Legends, and Hitman 3. But now it's time for another segment called Question Block, where we answer questions from our readers and listeners. I guess not readers, listeners and watchers like you guys. Mm -hmm. You can't can't read a podcast. I'm sorry. Um, This first question is from Adam Lanetta, and he says, Dear NPC, I hope this email finds you well. I know Casey has mentioned on a handful of episodes how much she enjoys the unofficial Pokemon Dungeons & Dragons adaption, Pokemon 5e, which I did just publish an article about last week. Go check that out. Uh, Shameless plug. But anyway, my question for you, Super Nintendos, is what Nintendo IP would you like to see adapted to the tabletop or board game, TCG, RPG, etc.? Looking forward to hearing what you folks have to say. Keep up the great work and stay safe. Kind regards. Well, I mean, that's easy. The Fire Emblem series is basically a tabletop game anyway, and I think I would probably enjoy it much more if it were, you know, a, a, a board game or a tabletop RPG. So that's my answer. That's the only good one, probably too. So, no, that was a challenge, you guys. It was a challenge. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can do do better. You're right. I mean, I literally used Fire Emblem as an example when explaining how Dungeons and Dragons combat works in that article. So, you know, (laughs) I've got a similar answer. Okay. Uh, I I think Advance Wars would work really well spawning off of spots and like cap like as like a war game oh like yeah I, I think it could work really really well i think uh i think a lot of the puzzles in the legend of zelda translate incredibly well to dungeons and dragons type experiences mm. oh yeah definitely that was gonna be my answer yeah nice. I, elaborate <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh legend of zelda i, I really like twilight princess because i like that world because it's very dark and you know um, I don't know. The visually, it was very pretty, so I would not mind that as a D and D action adventure. That would be really mm-hmm. nice. I would actually really love that. <laughs> yeah, that would be a really cool world for that. Yeah, I I don't I just equate everything to D and D likes instead of you know yeah. any of the other traditional resource management board games. You know? like I play Dominion. I play a bunch of other board games, but I'm just like oh D and D because I don't. It's the best. It's the best tabletop game. <laughs> like, I just those style I'm, of games, right? We talked about this too. Uh, I can't remember when we talked about it on on NVC, but I know we did at some point. I came up with the idea of like a like a either like Machi Koro or Everdell style town builder game that's Animal Crossing. I think would also be wonderful, um, where you build up your little Animal Crossing town as like an engine building game. That's like getting into really nerdy tabletop fan wording. <laughs> wording, but uh, if if anybody does know what i'm talking about i think that would be a really fun idea <laughs> oh you know what i want i want a slay the spire card game that's cooperative that you play with other people and Great i know say it Tom. <laughs> take it they're away that. <laughs> yeah they're they doing are. kickstarter but... 
I'm going to change right. my answer oh. to Metroid Prime. That what? would be an, I'm changing my answer to Metroid Prime. That would be an amazing RPG, like a like a Dungeons and Dragons style RPG where it's Metroid Prime. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Like I, I you I mean you can implement Metroidvania type things into an RPG like that. Like, oh, like you can't move this boulder because no one has in your party has strength that's high enough or you haven't found a potion of uh, fire giant strength. So you just aren't strong enough. Just things like that that you can implement to get people to progress into it from a dungeon. That would be cool. Yeah. So our next question, and this is going to be our last one, and it's a little bit of a silly one. I hope you guys like silly <laughs> questions. Like, let me know in the comments. I like silly questions, so I'd like to put them in here sometimes. But this is from Bo Christopher, and they say, near the end of NBC episode 452, a listener asked a multi-part question. Which Nintendo character has the best mustache? Which IGN host has the best mustache? And who would win in a fight? Casey prom promised we'd find out the answer in the next episode, but we never found out. It's been two years. Who wins? Zach? Sam? Wario? Waluigi? All right. Who has the best mustache? Definitely Nintendo. Sam. Yeah, definitely Sam. Sam. Yeah, oh, Sam. Nintendo, yeah. Hands uh, down. Both answers, yeah. Yeah, both, both answers. <laughs> <laughs> his, his mustache is the most iconic one at IGN, so I'm yeah. Yeah. sorry, Zach. I'm sorry, everyone else. He just uh, It's he just, just so well kept, and it's yeah. like, it is always the same shape every time I see him. That That is... That's dedication. I don't know how yeah. he does it. I don't know what I would do if I had hair on my face that I had to yeah, deal with all the time. Zach's is different, know. like literally every day. Like one day it's turned Depending down, on the mood. other day it's turned up like Wario. <laughs> he just gets more creative with his mustache. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. As for Nintendo character, I feel like my answer would either be Waluigi or Wario for sure. Yeah. Mario and Luigi's mustaches are fine. They're just sort of basic. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of yep. here with those basic facial yeah. hairs. I think I, Wario. Yeah, I think Wario. Because how does he do like, it? It's like lightning shaped. You gotta, yeah. you gotta like gel that. Mm -hmm. How does he do it? Well, Wario's, Wario's mustache is so iconic that they use it as the symbol for Wario wear. That, which that I think is, is like, true. yeah, that's pretty next level. All right, real quick, out of Zach, Sam, Wario, and Waluigi. Actually, just between Wario and Sam, who would win in a fight? Wario. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Sam. Sam's Wario just so can, nice. Yeah. It's hard to fight a dude who can eat an entire motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Like, who can win against that? And on that note, we are out of time for Nintendo voice chat. We do hope you enjoyed this discussion on mustachioed people. Um, <laughs> remember, NBC is available every week at 3 p.m. Pacific time on Thursdays on your favorite podcasting platform and on the new IGN Games channel thank you so much for watching and remember nvc is the only place that you can get the thing, get the thing. oh it's get the thing <laughs> <laughs>Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.